everyone, and welcome back to the very first uh, Croatia Arena of 2021. Um, I am Alex Petrenko, your host, Product Evangelist with Croatia. And today I am joined by an amazing team of speakers. I would like to welcome uh, Sebastian Forger, uh, President and Owner at Solution Metrics. Sebastian? Yes, so thank you. I'm pleased to, to be there. Thank you, Alex. It's a pleasure to have you. Uh, also, Sam Biardo, founder at Technology Advisors and Starfish ETL, university professor, podcaster, and an avid golfer. Sam? <laughs> Thank you. Welcome. To perfect, perfect. And as always, uh, I am joined also by Eric Hale, director of uh, sales enablement at Creatio. Uh, Eric, welcome back to the Creatio Arena. Happy to be here, Alex. All right, lovely, lovely. And today, gentlemen, we have a very interesting topic to cover. We're talking about whether it is the business leaders that are going to be responsible for the customer engagement in the digital age or whether this is something that IT should be responsible for. So, gentlemen, uh, as, as always, we start the creation arena with some opening statements, some you know, first thoughts that we might have in regards of this topic. Uh, so, uh, Sam, why don't we start with you and um, what do you think? Who's going to be responsible for the engagement in the digital era? Is it business or is it IT? Well, I think IT is responsible for setting up the structure. Um, and I think business is responsible for setting up the mission. So okay. I think it's a split responsibility. All right. So you're being very, uh, very neutral, right? So it's kind of both teams that, uh, you know, are responsible. And uh, Sebastian, what would you think? Uh, in the I, 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 yeah, I, I think IT has a very important role to play. Um, and they are pressured by the business a lot. I would say it's not, I, I think everyone is about customer experience. It's not necessarily natural for a pure IT guys that comes from, you know, a very technical background. Uh, I, I understand the concept, but because customer experience, especially in 2021 when the pandemic were coming out, is from every department. So uh, in customer service, for sure. Um, and an example is, is and, and, and first on the CFO as well. So the finance, so we know that, for example, happy customer I, are 23% more profitable than the average. So finance customer success or customer service for sure, even HR, because the retention when you have happy customer is twice the average than if you have, you know, the, the average of people that do not have a digital strategy for, for uh, customer engagement. So I, they, those guys are getting pressure from everyone, HR, finance, sales, marketing. So, so, so they are, they need to articulate, you know, the infrastructure in order to, because it's not simple. But I, I think it's it's a, it, it's a company, like Sam said, it's a mission. So it's a company mission. So so they have a role to play, but it's not they're they're not the only driver for for this uh, for this overarching goal. Okay, interesting, Eric. Yeah. So um, as I predicted, I, I thought everybody was going to be right down the middle on this one, right? We don't want to we don't want to do slides, but. If we think about, um, you know, customer engagement, right? That's really, um, you know, a, about a customer's uh, emotional attachment to your brand, right? We know that engagement leads to, as Seb said, 
um, you know, uh, higher engaged customers that are going to buy more, they're going to promote us more, um, they're going to remain more loyal, which, um, you know, traditionally has been under uh, the umbrella of uh, the business team, right? Like your marketing officers, your uh, financial officers, you know, they really are responsible, um, you know, for that engagement. However, um, you know, I think that role is slightly changing um, because uh, now it's really about the technology decisions that you're making uh, is what's going to drive that experience or that engagement for that customer. Uh, so we see, um, you know, IT being brought into those conversations earlier uh, and more often because um, those technology decisions are going to be ultimately important uh, to driving that. And that's why you start to see um, new roles being created. So you, not only do you have a chief marketing officer, you'll have a chief marketing technologist uh, as well. So uh, it really is that blended approach um, that uh, is going to make organizations successful and have more engaged uh, customers. So, um, you know, I think e each role is equally important, Alex. Interesting. Well, um, to be honest, gentlemen, probably for the first time in many arenas, uh, I kind of agree that, you know, this is going to be a joint uh, effort from uh, both teams, from business and IT. Uh, because for me, uh, personally, I believe that the business should be the, uh, the core center of understanding how to drive the engagement with their customers, right? This is why, where they have a better insight into who their customers are. They have a better insight in uh, what do their customers want, right? Uh, and of course, this knowledge comes from many different sources. This knowledge comes from aggregation of data from different departments and, you know, through reporting and so on and so forth. And the IT, in this case, is only there to support this, uh, this knowledge, you know, aggregation, right? First of all, by providing all the required reporting and data, by supporting the identification of some of these trends. But the, you know, the, the, the way that the business is going to be engaging with the customers and business meaning the organization is definitely uh, where the business, need, the business people need to make the decision and IT will need to actually deliver upon that request, upon that need, right? So I personally cannot agree that this is a joint collaboration, right? For me, it's more of a business decides how IT makes sure that they deliver and that the, the business, you know, the organization delivers. So not sure if this is going to spark some, uh, some conversations there, right? But uh, hopefully this might resonate somehow with, uh, with you guys. The challenge is, is that typically the business doesn't know what's possible, even what's practical. IT knows that. So the, the business can come up with these wild ideas that aren't really going to work out. So that's the reason why IT has to be involved. IT needs to define what are the standards, what are the process, the realm of possibility. Uh, let's say the realm of practicability, because we, as we all know, throw enough money at a problem and you can solve it. But in a real business world, we don't throw money at a problem. Um, and I, so I think that's, that's, the, that's the IT's role and involvement is, is literally around, hey, these are the set of things you can do to enhance a customer's experience. And it's up to the business to figure out which is the right one of the practical solution sets to uh, move forward with. Um, again, I kind of fully agree with you, Sam. I think we're going to have a quite a lot of quite a debate today with you uh, because the reason why I don't agree with you is pretty simple, right? If we were only thinking in terms of limitations, we would never achieve some higher 
you know, a new creative uh, advanced ways of engaging with the customer audience. Uh, the goal here is for the business to come up with some maybe even crazy, insane idea of how to keep their customers engaged and, and then the IT to actually figure out how exactly they can achieve that, right? Because, well, obviously in the modern world, there are still some limitations, but nothing is impossible, right? And it's just a matter mm -hmm. of uh, having the right IT people to figure out how exactly you yeah. can do that, right? And one of the examples that I can share with you is actually the, the whole creation arena and product battle formats where, you know, on one of our meetings, we had this idea that we want to do these kind of conversational parts. We want to do the product battles or everything has to be digital. We have to have the voting component, the chat component, and nobody knew how exactly we we're going to deliver it. Right. And then actually it all came together. And same thing comes with our Accelerate Global event where we had you know, thousands of participants from around the world with their digital rooms, with the, uh, with the partner rooms, with the product demos, with live uh, conversations, and, uh, you know, with the uh, open discussions. Everything is possible. Just a matter of yeah. you know, having the, the, the idea and then the right people to deliver. Yeah, yeah. And that's why you see methodology like Agile coming up those days because you're absolutely right if you're looking at as customer experience and things like chatbots and ai you know app and consolidating social media so so i agree with some 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 business people you know some people that are great manager at call center ai is they know what they want but you're also right it is we need to adopt a methodology where you know, it's a ritual, constant retroaction between IT and business, so you can progress. It and some uh, we share some gray gray hair, uh, both both of us. So uh, it reminds me the beginning of BI, at the really early stage, where see we need a data warehouse, and that was kind of like saying, oh, what, what's this data warehouse? And because the business wants their report, they say, okay, we need to be driven by KPI. We need our dashboard. We need our indicator to know where the business is going. They know what they wanted, but they didn't, you know, they didn't knew how. So they said, okay, they invented or, or they came up with that data warehouse and then, you know, the, the reporting tool and then the ETL comment. So, so, so it is, I, I see some similarities in, in what's going on right now where, you know, business wants things, technology is there because you're right, Alex, it exists, but it just needs to be Democratize or are adopted in, in 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 a larger way to be more more known. Yeah, I, I would agree with all of that, guys. But uh, and it's going to sound counterintuitive as a as a sales leader to say this, but um, <laughs> so uh, if if I'm a CFO, I didn't I didn't go to school uh, to understand technology trends, right? Um, I'm not focused on um, keeping up with the latest technologies and what's out there and what's available and what can make my organization better. Right? I'm focused on numbers. I'm focused on driving results and revenue uh, for my organization. I'm not, I'm not focused on new technologies or what can benefit um, my organization. Um, that's where the role of IT um, comes into play in these business um, discussions because uh, business isn't, uh, isn't focused on that. They're not focused on what trends uh, are out there and available that's going to make uh, customer engagement better. That's why um, you'll see, um, you know, that role of IT changing from, you know, again, getting that idea and then figuring out how to make it happen, right? That's, mm -hmm. that's been a, a traditional model. That, that, that model is out the window now. 
because uh, there's no way that businesses can keep up with those technology trends without having that technical expertise. So you'll see this cross-pollination between the two, like I had mentioned. Um, you know, uh, IT leaders, CIOs have to have some sort of business acumen now uh, and vice versa, you know, like on the business side, we need to start to understand technology better and you need those individuals that are going to bridge that gap. So um, I, I, I feel that, you know, IT plays a big, big role in this uh, versus, you know, again, that old model of, hey, I've got a great idea, figure out how to make it happen. Um, yeah. That just doesn't, doesn't fly anymore. Yeah. And, and you're talking about CFO. So it's funny, it's, it's a practical example. Um, so, so a company realized that there's a lot of, they, they knew that they have a lot of churn and they know because that's the industry average that 80% of customer leaves is because of a bad customer experience, right? Yeah. Even if you have good experience, you will pay, you know, 5% more, 10% more, maybe you will not double the price, but it's not. So even the CFO came up and saying, okay, guys, we need to figure out something. And that came from the CFO. So you're number guy, right? So he says, we need to do something because we need to have better customer experience because you, you cannot build a business on that. So then you're right. You know, should we do AI chatbots and develop an app? Should we be better on social media? This is where the CFO will, but he knows we need to do a little of all of this now how this is where it will come up right so and then we together in an agile way they will build a solution to make sure we they keep their customer right so mm -hmm. yeah, yeah i can i agree with you eric it's uh, a yeah. business pushing for it. Mm -hmm. it so um um <clears throat> i think there's if you think about how technology comes out there's a, there's this, like a horizon you you uh, one of the journals I like to read is MIT Journal because it's stuff I'm not going to see for 12 years from now in the practical uh, sense. Um, but it gives you an idea of what people are thinking about, uh, you know, way out there. And then you, you watch it as it matures. AI is a good example of that. Uh, Ten years ago, AI was more theoretical than practical. And now you can buy toolkits that do learning machines. I mean, it's you know, and so, so, you know, the IT's responsibility is to figure out when something that's theoretical can become practical. And I think that's the role they have to play. I, I could be a retailer and I want to read the retina of every one of people walking into my stores, like the Tom Cruise movie, so I can give them personalized digital uh, 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 advertising. Guess what? That'd be great. Not practical. And I think that's that's the role of the IT. Business leaders can have great ideas. IT is to sort of say, yeah, we can do this or no, we can't, or yes, we can do this, but it takes A, B, C, D to get it done. Mm -hmm. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Yeah, but still, and, we're, and we're, we're also talking here not about you know things that are not going to be practical in, within the next 10, 12, 15 years, right? We're now talking about you know, a year ago when uh, the whole pandemic thing kind of started to unfold, right? People started talking about how do we keep the customers engaged in this new changing era, right? And this, these were the things that were needed to happen, not just now, but happen right now, right? Not, if not even, uh, you know, yesterday, just to keep those uh, customers engaged because a lot of businesses were suffering and a lot of businesses went through like very drastic changes and shifts in, you know, how they talk, how they engage with their customers. 
a lot of different industries that were very heavily focused, not even focused, but dependent on, you know, personal contacts, on face-to-face meetings, on uh, face-to-face communication. And this change has happened, right? And not just because the IT, uh, you know, were able to say, okay, yes, we can do this, or no, we cannot do this, right? But because the business not even decided, they demanded this change to happen in any possible way, right? Whether this was through, uh, using services, you know, developing those services, um, you know, changing providers and vendors uh, for their even CRM and uh, BVM uh, applications. That makes sense. Yeah, right. <clears throat> they adopted uh, technologies that were already in place and just accelerated them out. Mm-hmm. Okay, that that's so business can absolutely pick a technology and accelerate that technology. But those technologies have to be well-founded or at least known uh, before uh, they can accelerate them. And I think mm-hmm. that's the difference between what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah. you, you got to, it, it's a, it, the IT provides the constraint on, on unrealistic ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think like a, uh, you know, a good example uh, of this, if we, if we go back to 2008 and we had our, uh, you know, our, our financial crisis in 2008, um, if you think about large banks, you know, their customers were leaving in droves, right? Heading to smaller community banks, credit unions, uh, leaving in droves. Um, you know, so that left, that left the business side of those large banks figuring out, okay, uh, we had all of this customer churn. How do we get these customers back, right? Like, you know, so from a CFO perspective or, um, you know, business perspective, they, we just need to get these customers back. You know, we've lost X amount of revenue. How are we going to make that happen? Well, if you think about, you know, you fast forward, um, you know, uh, you know, to uh, the the mid uh, 2010s, uh, and uh, they started uh, gaining customers back. And why was that? That's because they were launching new technologies, right? Um, and technology was what was going to bring those customers back from the smaller banks and credit unions because they just weren't offering. Uh, different technologies, whether that was mobile banking, uh, being able to make a deposit by taking a picture of a check and have it go right into your uh, your your account. So these features, um, you know, were what were bringing uh, those customers back, right? And it was technology that, um, again, was existing. It's out there to Sam's uh, uh, point. You know, it was there. You know, there were cell phone manufacturers, there were application developers that had had this, you know, they're trying to sell this to banks and uh, it was there, but it took, um, you know, the business to kind of accelerate uh, the use of that technology. And now, um, you know, now we, we see those roles reversed. The community banks and the, the credit unions are having to develop new technologies to start to win that cus- those customers back from the larger banks now. So um, if, you, if you don't have the, the right technologies in place and we don't, we're not aligned um, you know, we, we, we can start to see those scales uh, shift and it's whoever is going to have, um, you know, that, uh, that strategy is who's going to win in the end. It has to be, it has to be uh, perfectly balanced from a business and a uh, technology perspective. It's like in the book, Crossing the Chasm, you know, mm-hmm. you've got these little, you've got these people or early adopters, the trailblazers, and all of a sudden one or two of them get successful and then everyone else goes, oh, we can do that. And they follow along, and they accelerate the transitional change. I think, I think in the last year, we've I, I've seen more transitional change um, uh, in this world than I can believe, uh, simply because we all were forced to change. 
and we adopted things like working from home and and using Teams and using uh, Zoom, uh, for example. Hmm. Right now, I'm trying to figure out how do I hire and onboard new employees without actually meeting them. We're, we're having our we're gonna have our first employee starting in like three days, and uh, I have no clue how we're gonna actually do it without without meeting them. You know, <laughs> I think it would be a good idea for you to have a separate session with Eric because this yeah. is what he has excelled in within uh, the past year. Yeah, hence so, why I'm on the phone every every morning at six a.m. Uh, working on onboarding new employees. So, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. So, what is your point here, gentlemen? Are you saying that uh, it's always going to be changing? Who's going to be driving what? If it's going to be business, there's going to be IT that's going to be driving these changes and engagements with the customers, or do you think that there's still going to be a very very clear? Um, you know, scale tipping to one side of this, or to either sides. Yeah, I, I think it's it's in the era we're in right now, right now, mm -hmm. IT has a great role to play because the technology is not mastered by the business. It's not common, right? It's not, uh, our business leaders are not yet familiar with all this new technology like AI chatbot and, and social media consolidation. So IT right now has a predominant role. And you're right, uh, Eric, when you say that the best IT guys are the are people with a business acumen. So they can drive the business to say, hey, this is where we need to go. So they know they need, they know what they need. So the business guys know what they want as an objective. They don't know how to get there. So, so in the era we're in, it's, I think IT has a, a big role to play. Now, in a couple of years from now, I'm not sure though, when the technology will be more you know, commonly used and sim simplified in some way, um, I think it will switch. But today, um, you know, and we're, we're working with many customers that have a digital transformation, customer experience driven, they want to be more customer centric. And, and you have those, some have a digital marketing team, so, so they're more familiar with the technology. Some are less familiar with technology. So as IT guys you, or, 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 or IT leaders need to, you know, envision what's the art of possible with the business guys and the business leaders so, so they can create that customer-centric approach. Interesting that you mentioned uh, the uh, projects with digital transformation, Sebastian, right? Because, well, definitely this has been a trend for the past couple of years and we've been working with a lot of those as well, right? And um, one of the thoughts that I just kind of had is, in your opinion, in those digital transformation projects, who are the driving, uh, who are the drivers of those projects? Is, are those business people or are those IT people? Uh, it's more business people. From, from, let's say we're working, I don't know, 25, 30 project right now. And and, all, and, and it's funny because the, the customer experience, um, the chief customer experience will drive this digital transformation. Because most of the time, it's yes, it's for efficiency and there's a lot of benefits, but most of the digital transformation are to be omnichannel, customer-centric, easy to do business with. So it really aligns with customer engagement. 
So, and it's driven by the people who cares a lot about customers. So everyone in the business cares a lot, but the CFO is, you know, it's a farther than, than, than people who are day-to-day speaking with the customer and raising the flag, say, guys, this guy's been uh, on hold for 30 minutes and we, we see our, you know, our drop rates of, so, so those are tangible metrics and they, they are drivers of, of, of pushing the digital transformation for better customer experience. Interesting. Sam, what do you think uh, f- in your experience, your projects that you're working, you know, specifically for digital transformation? Is it more business driven or is it more IT driven projects? Um, well, I think uh, business always drives the project a little bit more, but IT also puts in the standards. And, and here's, here's my test, my litmus test. Have you ever seen a project, a CRM project succeed where only IT was involved? Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. In, in the IT firm. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah, oh, but, yeah, we'll, we'll carve that out. <laughs> or the other way around. Have you ever, I've had many projects where it was completely driven by business and IT comes in at the end and says, well, we can't do that. It doesn't meet our standards, doesn't do this. And they yeah. either squash or delay the project. It's, it's a partnership. It has to be a partnership. Uh, well, I would say I would say that I've actually seen those projects where you know the project have been initiated and driven mostly by IT, and I have came across some of those projects where IT were not a decision making point in any way. They were, of course, accounted for, <laughs> and they were you know one of those meetings where you have to show the system and the platform to the IT so that they can give us a sign off and then we can move forward but in no way were they actually making or greatly influencing the decision. Eric, can you back me up on these ones? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I look at it, um, you know, from this perspective, Alex, um, you know, so uh, Seb, Sam and I, you know, we've got a few years on us, uh, <laughs> a few, few miles, um, you know, so we, we used to sell uh, very differently, um, you know, just, just a decade ago even. Um, you know, where we were focused, you know, no, no offense to any IT folks here, but as a salesperson, we were focused on getting to the business side, right? That business decision maker. Um, when we're mapping out the account, um, that was the ultimate goal uh, as a salesperson, right? We, who's going to be signing the check for this, um, this project? Um, we live in a new era now. I, I'm finding as we're coming across opportunities, it's no longer looking for that key decision maker right? We're dealing with a buying team now, right? We're selling to multiple roles, multiple um, buying personas within uh, that uh, organization. So um, I think if we're heavily focused in one area and not the other, um, that's where I see opportunities going by the wayside, right? Like uh, as a salesperson, if we're strictly engaged just with IT, um, we tend to lose out on those opportunities when it comes to, uh, you know, selling it to the business and vice versa. If we're just talking to business, to Sam's point, <laughs> you think you're way far ahead in an opportunity and then IT will come in and say, what you're trying to do is impossible. Uh, and that all falls apart. So uh, the best opportunities that I find is where we are engaged across the board with a buying team. Um, those tend to be the most successful. Uh, those tend to be, um, you know, where we win. Uh, and if uh, we're, we're heavily weighted in one area or the other, um, you, you, you're at significant risk in your, 
in your opportunity. And that's just from a... Well, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, I mean, the topic of the conversation today is not really what is the ideal sales process and uh, which seems to engage within the sales process. But we're kind of looking into this, uh, you know, background for specific different projects being initiated to try and identify, you know, based on our experiences, who are the major drivers of digital transformations or other IT projects across our prospects and across our you know, companies that we uh, talk to. And I, okay, I do agree then in, I have to agree with my own statement that yes, yeah, some of those projects are initiated by businesses only, some of them are initiated by IT only. And some, most of the cases, ideal scenarios, you have both teams collaborating and working together, right? So business is setting up expectations, uh, IT is, making them more realistic and uh, then they're going out for the uh, you know procurement processes mm -hmm. but um, you know I, 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 I but I, I still believe I still believe that regardless of the fact that obviously we're talking about collab we're talking about you know that the business and IT have to work together and this is the best case scenario there's always you know the side that is initiating these projects right there's always the side that that is in our case, talking about required changes in the customer engagement, right? And the ownership for this, uh, you know, initiation, in my opinion, should still be on the business's side. Hmm. I don't know. I would, I, I still kind of disagree. I think the sales, uh, the, the sales process is indicative of that, that project, Alex, to be honest with you. So when they're engaging a vendor, that project is already underway and that project has a team behind it. Um, so whether who initiated it or who didn't initiate it, you still have a project team that's involved. And what I'm finding is that project team isn't just business focused or IT focused. So from uh, the sales process and the sales engagement, um, that's really indicative of both sides having to be involved in that project uh, because there is a project prior to uh, reaching out to uh, any vendor to, to solve, right? The, there's been discussion that no one just woke up one day and said, oh, hey, I need a new technology. <laughs> Let's go out and find one. Uh, there's been discussion. There's been, um, uh, you know, a, a project to figure out how they're going to accomplish that. And I think that, um, again, um, it's never weighted anymore. It used to be weighted. It's not weighted anymore. You have a, a good balance of both business and, and IT. Yeah. And another thing to consider as well is the business people, we know, you know, the information is out there. So, and prior to, to this arena, I had a call with, it, it's exactly that, okay? So they are in healthcare, so they want to optimize the patient journey because they know that the customer lifetime value double when they take care of the patient and there's, you know, there's cosmetic anesthetic in that, so they will come back for, you know, for a long time, okay? So the president knows that very well, okay? So he sat down with the CFO, sat down with even IT to get some, 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 some numbers and, and they, they've mapped out their patient journey. They want to optimize it. Now, here's what they've done, the business guys. They say, we're not going to go to IT first. They went, they saw, they, they read, they, they even saw some demos, right? So they went and talked to their peers, talked to, and they came out and said, okay, this is what we need. Now, IT, please collaborate. Um, but but uh, we, we need to make it happen. And what do you need IT in order to make this happen? You need more resources, more 
you know, more bandwidth, more focus, reprioritization of the tasks. But, you know, sometime in more entrepreneurial businesses, I think the, 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 the business guys will be, the leaders will, the business leaders will be driving a lot of those. So, uh, and depending on the size as well, I think, uh, you know, there's, you're right, Sam, and, and you see those too often for, that I like that IT put a stop because no, this is not, we cannot support that. It's not part of our standard, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, it slows down. But uh, like you said, Eric, earlier, the banks are where good examples say, if we're not doing that, our customer will go away. So figure out a way to make it happen, you know? So, uh, so, so, so I, you know, business is, is, is a, is a big driver in those, in those digital transformation. So, that that's my that's my in, in those days at, at some point it will be you know when it's more commoditized that all the different systems i think it, it, it will be different but um it, it's more business reflex than, than it is an it reflex right now the, mm -hmm. being customer centric fair enough i i would agree with that I, but i i see that shifting right i see it shifting in the sense that like here in boston we have um technology communities where you have um, local business um, owners and leaders investing in startups right technology startups uh they're investing in the technology startups because you know to sam's point you know you, you read the the mit review right you don't know what's going to be coming up these guys could be developing the greatest technology that's going to drive my business into the future. Um, and that's really what these communities are about is, uh, you know, boosting the technology that is going to uh, drive their business, um, you know, into the future. So you look at those business leaders looking towards technology, right? Um, and it's not technology that they even know about right now. They just want to invest. And this could be something, you know, maybe there's a selfish reason behind it. Maybe they want to purchase that company and sell that technology, but, um, the idea behind, um, you know, technology driving, um, you know, customer engagement uh, or, or, or driving businesses into the future, uh, I think plays uh, plays a major role. And I know it's, it's, it's counterintuitive. I thought I had like an idea coming into this arena that, oh, no, the business does everything. But, you know, just my engagement is, um, is, is you know, what, what I'm seeing is that you know, technology and IT is playing a major role. And again, it's morphing. It's not just that straight IT um, role anymore. It is, uh, you know, it's that combination. I think that's the best uh, analogy I can give. You have on the marketing team, you have a CMO and a, uh, a chief marketing technologist as well. What technology can we leverage to get, uh, you know, more leads and, and more conversions? Um, so I think it, it, in my mind, it's, it's, it's an equal balance. And I think that, um, you know, people are looking more and more uh, to technology uh, to address uh, their challenges, right? And I think that, um, you know, it's not the role of a, a CFO or a, a CEO to, to figure that out. It, it really comes from uh, a technology perspective to figure out what's out there and what can drive um, our business into the future. Um, Eric, yeah, I like, I like where you're going with this one, but also another thing to kind of consider and keep in mind is that, um, you know, the world has been changing and becoming more technological over the past, what, 10, 15 years, right? There have been a lot of changes, a lot of great stuff and a lot of great technology coming out. And we now see that, you know, we're 
becoming more digital. We're moving to, you know, all things technology constantly. And, and one of the things that I've kind of started noticing is that, yes, what you see is, you know, what, what you just said, that business is looking at different technologies. But this just might, might also be just because, because of the fact that, you know, people are just becoming more technological, right? They have better t- technology and maturity and they have better and higher interest in, you know, high-end technologies that might affect their businesses and might, you know, improve, improve their businesses, mm-hmm. right? So uh, nowadays I wouldn't say that, you know, business is staying 100% business focused, business oriented and number oriented, right? Everybody's still going to be looking at technologies regardless of whether they understand them or not. It's just purely you know, these are the trends that the world is following, that you have to be technology aware, you have to be technology uh, educated if you want to keep up with the demands. Mm-hmm. If you really think about, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry really about the process. No, please, Eric. Oh, no, I, uh, I think that was Sam. Okay, was, okay. So, so no, I was just saying you're, you're, you're right. And and business leader, that's, you're absolutely right, Alex. Business leader, things they're doing, part of their time, once a quarter, once a month, is they look at what's the latest and greatest in their field. So they are becoming technologists. So that's one of the reasons me and Eric saying that business is driving because they are more aware of the technology of what's existing. They don't know how to operate it or install it on configure or, so they need their IT department to do it. But in the, the technologists of this world, so those startups that uh, your friend is investing in Boston will create amazing technology. And what's going to happen is the business guys will say, hey, that's very good. I've seen what, you know, and they are consumer as well. So they've seen like, I went to Amazon, I went to, to you know, uh, Airbnb, Uber, bought on all food. So they know what's the, you know, best practices, what's great, what's nice, what's, and then they bring that to the, to, to, from their personal experience or what they researched on to the business and then say, hey, IT, we need that as well. So this is kind of the current situation. So um, the, the, from what I'm, I'm seeing, again, I'm, uh, you know, uh, but, but so that's why we're saying that business guys are right now kind of driving that because they know the technology. So they are becoming in, in some way a, a kind of, uh, uh, 5% of their time is to be in IT department by researching and looking at what's the latest and greatest for their own department. So yes, it's IT, but but uh, it's IT driven, but the business guys are driving those IT type of project. It still goes back to the uh, to business. <laughs> it still goes back to the business. It still goes back to the business. It's, um, you know, business act... If, Maybe we can reverse it and say business leaders in 2021 know their technologies. Correct. I, I, I would flip it as well. I think technology leaders know their business. Absolutely. Yes, Sam, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I think the process sort of goes like this. You have research happening out at universities and other places. Um, uh, news outlets and media cover that research occasionally business professionals say, I could use that in my business. And IT goes, gets the responsibility of figuring out if it's possible and practical. And then it goes back to business to, how, to discuss the vision of how to deploy that and what has to get done with it. 
And that's why certain things get accelerated because when businesses start, when their competition starts deploying that research, that's when the herd moves to that technology or some event like we can't leave our houses um, happens. And then the herd moves to a technology that solves that problem. Okay, so I think we're kind of, you know, if we were to compare some of our initial uh, statements and opening statements, right, where we we're kind of a 50 50, we're thinking, yeah, well, it's business and IT. Do I hear you, gentlemen, kind of uh, agreeing that is the business that is initiating and that is responsible for keeping the and you know maintaining the customer engagement? Have I convinced you <laughs> on my on my first thought that this is still business that is going primarily uh, responsible for this? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Well, um, it's 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 funny that you still don't agree, Sam, because we we still you know even within the you know five last minutes we're kind of agreeing. Well, yeah, it kind of goes with research, and then the business is going, and then they tell the IT how to figure things out, and then it's a circling back. For me, what well maybe I this, I'm just hearing what I like to hear, but. Uh, for me, you did agree that it is the business that initiates some of these uh, projects and initiates some of these, uh, you know, needs and changes. But maybe this is just me. Mm -hmm. I think it's the organizational culture that determines that. Actually, uh, I know a lot of organizations that are re still IT heavily IT driven, and I know a lot of organizations that are business driven. Uh, but at the end of the day, I need both IT and business to align to get the job done. I, one can't do it without the other. I would agree and, with it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And, and, and we, we're seeing that as well. On those type of projects, the, the leaders of the project are, are, are business people that knows very well technology or technologists, you know, so an engineer, for example, that didn't stay current as, or the, didn't stay that much current, went more on the business side, but understand technology. So, so, so both, so you need a combination of both to drive the project successfully. Mm -hmm. Well, of so, course you need, we need a combination of both in order to drive those projects, right? And in order to make them successful and in order to not just make those projects successful, but, but keep them successful, right? But mm -hmm. uh, if we were kind of trying to look at the, you know, and find the root of this, of, of of where it is actually being initiated. I'm, I'm still gonna keep my own opinion, right? I do agree that there are some exceptions. There are some you know, specific exclusions from this. We haven't even talked about the full scope of all the digital transformation projects, right? We're kind of more of a focused around those that are focused on customer engagement, right? Those are customer, customer centric, right? Not even, haven't even talked about all of those projects that happen internally within organizations that are kind of focusing on the middle and back office operations. And those are exactly those projects that are usually driven by IT, right? They're, we're trying to improve those processes. They're trying to uh, digitalize those processes and they're just not, you know, they're not focused on the customers themselves, right? This is why nobody really cares about them on the business side. Right. This is pure IT initiatives, but that's a little bit different for me, to be honest, as well. 
Um, gentlemen, we are uh, approaching 45 minutes for this broadcast, and I think that we're going to be finishing at this point. So I would like to thank you for your participation today. It was very interesting and insightful, as always, to have you in one of these arenas and, uh, you know, to talk about, uh, you know, stuff, you know, very controversial stuff, as in, you know, who's responsible for keeping the customers engaged. Uh, gentlemen, once again, thank you very much for your time today. It was a pleasure uh, and hope to see you soon on one of the next uh, online events. Excellent. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Thanks guys. Always Thank fun. Thank you. Thank you.